With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It is Tuesday, October 23rd, the day that will be known as Decision Day for Gerardo Martino, Atlanta United's manager. The club announced today that Martino let them know at some point between Sunday and Tuesday morning that he was not going to exercise the option on his contract and would leave at season's end. When the season will end... Could be as late as December 8th in the MLS Cup. Could be as soon as uh, November 11th, which will be the hosted playoff game in the second round of the MLS playoffs. We've yet to see. I've posted several things uh, about today and the news of today at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I've sent out the links from my Twitter handle at Doug Robertson AJC, and you can find them on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. Uh, I was able to speak with Captain Michael Parkhurst, goalkeeper Brad Guzan, and Leandro Gonzalez-Perez today about Martino's departure. I'm going to have a story based upon their quotes that I will post uh, as soon as I can transcribe the tape and write it. (laughs) But I thought that I would share with y'all today some of my thoughts about Martino's departure before I dive into those, those transcription of those tapes. I was listening to Jason Davis on his excellent show on Sirius this morning, and he was speaking with a friend of our show, Jason Longshore, uh, the analyst for Atlanta United's Games on 92.9 FM, about Martino's legacy. And will his legacy be tarnished if Atlanta United wins neither the Supporter Shield, which it can do on Sunday if it can beat Toronto, or if Red Bulls don't defeat Orlando City? as well as the MLS Cup, which again will be played December 8th. Uh, Should Atlanta United advance, it will host at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think short-term, the legacy might be tarnished a little bit. I think long-term, much depends upon Atlanta United's success in the next three to five years under whomever the team hires as its next manager. Because Martino, along with Carlos Bocanegra and Darren Eels, has left a very talented squad, a squad with an identifiable playing style, uh, a city uh, full of supporters. As you all know, Atlanta United broke its own attendance mark for total attendance and average attendance this season. More than 900,000 tickets sold and distributed for 16, or I'm sorry, 17 Atlanta United home games. Uh, I believe Mike Conti, also 92.9, so that was more than every NFL team last season. 
uh, more than every NBA team. Uh, it's a hugely impressive accomplishment. So should Atlanta United be able to continue to challenge for supporter shields, make playoffs, challenge for MLS Cups? Then I think Martino's legacy will be secure. If the team doesn't do that, through no fault of Martino's, it will be more whomever they hire next, Eels and Bocanegra hire next. More a reflection of them, but Martino will bear a little bit of the brunt of it uh, if they don't accomplish those things this season. Of course, the Supporter Shield race should have been long gone. Uh, the points record should have been long broken, but Atlanta United coughed up a few games this season. It struggled a little bit and high-pressure games against quality opponents, which I'm sure is going to be a storyline before Sunday's game against Toronto and in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, that's the flip side of, of what's happened with Atlanta United and Martino. I've enjoyed covering Martino and as manager of Atlanta United, going back to our very first meeting at the World of Coke when he was introduced as a team's manager, and then uh, where do we, we met, uh, I think, in Marietta, and then, uh, because I'm, I'm, again, the only media that covers Atlanta United home and away, at their first training camp in Bradenton, Florida, he and I spoke quite often uh, after practices and got to know each other a little bit. And that continued throughout the season and then the training camp down in, in Orlando at Champions Gate this year and in Charleston. And He's a funny guy. He's mo- mostly honest. He's as honest as he can be within his role. Uh, as the leader of a of a multi-million dollar franchise. Um, he's thoughtful. He, I appreciate the fact that he sees things from a lot of different angles. Uh, he doesn't lose his temper too often. It's uh, He's been a pleasure to coach. Uh, I have no idea who will next be the manager. I've floated some names today that are kind of pie-in-the-sky candidates. There's a few more that I could float in a story tomorrow. Um it's not based upon any reporting or any sourcing on my part because Atlanta United doesn't do that. It's more just based upon my own pie-in-the-sky type thinking. Um, but anyway, you've heard me ramble on enough. I'll let you listen uh, to Parkhurst, Guzan, and Leandro Gonzalez-Perez and their thoughts today. First, I'm going to start with Parkhurst, the team's captain. He's both played in Major League Soccer and Europe. He brings a unique perspective to things. Go ahead for Parkey. Oh, what was the reaction uh, in the players' meeting when Martino told y'all his news? Yeah, I think we all had a sense of what was going on when we got the text message that there was a team meeting. Um, you know, we've all been aware of what's been going through the media and uh, all the rumors. So, you know, we had a good clue of what, as to what was coming. Uh, but, you know, we're happy for him that, uh, you know, he's, he's made a decision for himself. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful to have had the experience of playing under him and, um, being able to learn under uh, such an accomplished coach, uh, such a, a good tactician. Uh, so uh, he's been amazing for the club and, and amazing for us and uh, you know, grateful for our time together. Any concern that this could negatively impact the very important part of the remainder of the season? None. Uh, not at all. Uh, you know, I've said it earlier that you know, this is a business. There's a lot of guys on this team that don't know if they're going to be here next year because of, of the way MLS is run and, and the contracts and, and how it's set up. So, um, you know, you take it year by year, and, and we still have everything in front of us. Tata's still going to be our leader for the rest of the season, and and the focus is on winning trophies and, 
you know, we've got a great opportunity to, to do that times two. What will be his legacy? I know it's only been two years, but what will be his legacy, both on Atlanta United and Major League Soccer, in your opinion? Uh, ooh, that, that's, that's tough. He's, uh, he, he might be looked at as a game changer uh, for MLS because of, of you know, the way he was able to come in here and have success right from the beginning, the influence that he had on, on some of the players that came to the club. Um, you know, I, that's obviously a club tata split thing of attracting young foreign talent to come here and, and then you know those guys doing very well uh, so maybe other foreign managers coming here as well in their prime you know coming off of big jobs um, that as well but um, you know hopefully he can leave as a champion as well and what's the single thing that you're gonna miss just in your interactions with Tata once he does walk out the door? Um, you know, just his influence uh, around the team, you know, the the aura that he has, the respect that he has from everybody. Um, not not every coach and manager out there has that. You know, there's always guys that um, within a team that, that don't respect the coach or, you know, think differently and stuff. But I, I honestly think that, you know, Everybody on the team respects respects Tata, his thoughts, the way that he goes about uh, preparing the team for an opponent, you know, the way that he wants us to set up and how we get ready for games. And, uh, you know, I think that we, we all appreciate that. Going back to Bradenton, the first training camp, the first season, was there a moment when you kind of realized, man, this dude really does get it? Um, he's everything that we thought he would be. I think from the very beginning, the thing that stuck out the most was that uh, he knew the league really well. Uh, he knew players, he knew teams, he knew how teams played, he knew uh, best players on teams, and, and that's tough for uh, a new coach of a new team and a new league uh, to know that many things, and uh, I think that was pretty impressive early on. Guys that had been around MLS before knew that, okay, he's done his homework. The impression created here, he's going to be really hard to replace, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that he's he's well liked by everybody. Uh, you know, so there's going to be big pressure on whoever uh, has to fill those shoes. But um, you know, today, obviously, we're we're just grateful that uh, for his time here. You know, but absolutely, he's he's putting some pressure on the next person. Any preferences as to the next guy? As long as he likes me. How could he not like you? <laughs> no. Um, I'm sure the club's going to go out there and, and find somebody uh, very, very capable. Can you talk about how important it is to finish strong against Toronto with the supporters' shield still within the ability to win? Sure. Uh, yeah, we've put ourselves in, in a fantastic position. We've got one game to go. We control our own destiny to win a trophy. Uh, I think any team in the league, including ourselves, if you're told that before the season, you'd absolutely take it. And, and we've worked really hard to put ourselves in this position. Uh, we know that's we need to go up there and, and handle our business because New York is doing the same thing. You, know, you have to expect that the Red Bulls win at home in their final game. So in order for us to win a trophy, we have to go up there and win. And uh, even though we haven't beaten Toronto yet, we've been a very good away team this year. You know, we're going to go up there full of confidence, knowing that we need to take three points and then nothing else will do. So uh, we'll be prepared, we'll be ready, and, and hopefully we have a good performance.
Anything else for parking? Yeah, well, with this bigger objective uh, ahead of you, what, where, where, how do you rank the relative importance, I guess, of winning a supporters' shield? Uh, yeah, it's the next goal on the list. Uh, you know, I think that the ultimate goal is MLS Cup. You know, I think that's the biggest trophy in MLS. But, you know, there's steps along the way, and there's trophies along the way. And the supporter shield is the next is the next on the list and, and the next goal that's accomplished, accomplishable for us. Uh, it would be the first trophy in, in club history, which would be awesome. So... You know, we we definitely want to go out there. We want to, we want to win it. Uh, we know that we've already secured a first round bye, and, and that's important. But you know we've talked about it for weeks that you know we want to go out there and win supportership, and uh, you know hopefully we can do that Sunday. Would Martino's go back to his legacy? Would it be tarnished if y'all don't win a trophy this year, either supporter shield or MLS Cup? Um, I don't know. I guess that's. That's always what writers and things will debate, but you know I don't think you can argue his influence, you know, within here in the club, uh, the players that he's brought in, the success that we've had for a, a two-year-old club. Uh, but you know, hopefully that's a, a mute conversation, anyways. And how did he tell you? Because I know his English is simple. Did he <laughs> say it in Spanish and someone translated, or how did that work? Yeah, yeah, he he, he stuck to Spanish and it was translated. Okay, Dario translated. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Back with Brad Orley on that. Thank you. I don't know if we can hear. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to hear from Brad Guzan. Uh, spoke with him for a while this morning. He's played in England. He's played for teams who's changed managers quite often. So he brings that kind of uh, hardened experience to it. What's your reaction? Straight into it, huh? Yeah. Well, there's nothing else to talk about. We got a big game Sunday, you know. We'll get there. Uh, no, um, I mean. Uh, for for whatever reasons, um, you know, he's made a decision, and uh, that happens in this sport, in this in this line of business. Um, players come and go, managers come and go. Um, it, it doesn't change anything from what we're trying to accomplish uh, from here into the, the the end of the playoffs. Um, and so, we want to make sure that uh, you know we. We approach this week in the right way, and then also going into the playoffs. And, and like I said, nothing changes from our standpoint. Some of the veteran guys have been through these situations before. I don't know about some of the younger guys. Is Are you all going to try to talk to the younger guys about this is how we need to handle this week and, and the playoffs, even if this great manager is going to be gone? Um, no, because it doesn't – And like I said, ultimately this is a business. And so – whether you're young, experienced, uh, been there before, first time experiencing something like this in terms of a manager leaving, um, it, it, it is what it is. And as a professional, you have a responsibility to, to this club, to our fan base, um, and, and, and we want to make sure that, that, like I said, we, we approach this game in a, in, in a good way that allows us to, to win a trophy on Sunday. Any surprising reactions in the room? I mean, this has been rumored for a long time. Yeah. Um, no, not really. Um, he was he was very professional with us in terms of, um, you know, wanting to, to let us know uh, before kind of it, it broke and whatnot. So uh, on that side of things, that's that's all you can really ask. Um, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of respect for what he's done for this club and, and what he's done for this team. Um, and so from that standpoint, you know, that, that doesn't really surprise me because his, his character is, 
it's such that he, he is a respectful guy, he's a respectful manager, um, gets the best out of players, um, and, and obviously he's, he's left a, uh, well, he, he has and, and hopefully will, will continue to in the next couple of weeks, uh, left a, a, a great impression on this club um, in terms of the success to, to start from day one and to, to see where we are now. Uh, he's a big part of that. I guess winning would be a good way to show appreciation for him, right? Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, that's obviously the plan. It's not only to show appreciation for him, to, to show appreciation for, for the city, for our fans, for the club. Um, a lot of hard work has gone into the last two years, and, and nothing changes from what we're trying to accomplish. And so, um, you know, we, we know he's, he's fully committed and, and, and on our side for, for the, next, uh, uh, the next couple of weeks uh, and next you know, month and a half or, uh, or whatnot. Um, and, and afterwards, you know, you, you shake hands and, and wish each other well and, and, and you go your separate ways. Um, again, that doesn't change what he's done for this club. It doesn't change, for, change what he's, he's done for, for us as a team, as an organization. Uh, he's been he's been great. Well, that's a, that brings up the question: What do you, it's, it seems it's kind of easy, early, I guess, to be writing any career obituaries or anything. <laughs> but uh, what do you think his his legacy here is? How would you describe what he's meant to this? Yeah, no, he's he's been a huge part of of what Atlanta United is and, and what it stands for and what it represents because ultimately he's been able to you know with the help of others build this from the ground up and so he's been able to um, have a clean slate and, and start from scratch and, and mold it the way he sees fit and, and how he sees uh, the team being most successful and and I think you guys are able to witness that on a weekly basis of, of his hard work, the the hard work of obviously um, the players in terms of buying into his ideas and and playing for him and and, and getting the most out of guys. Now this is a little different topic. This is a very simplistic question, but I'll ask anyway. There 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 is the ultimate goal that you all are shooting for. Why is it important to win the supporters' shoot? Uh, I think in this league. Um, to a certain extent, the supporter shield isn't uh, appreciated as much as in other leagues around the world. And when you ultimately dissect what the supporter shield is, it is the best team over the course of an entire season. Um, you look at the playoffs and, and how the playoffs work. Um, you know, I think for us, it would take five games as opposed to how many league games were really? 34? Yeah. 34 league games. So you, you look at what that means. That's a, that's a pretty big accomplishment to say that over the course of 34 games, over the course of 10 months, we're the best team in the league. And, and we're, one, we're one game away. Uh, we're one point ahead. And we want to make sure we finish come the end of, uh, you know, come Sunday night, we want to make sure that we can continue to say that we're the best team in the league over the course of an entire season. What would you like to see in the next manager? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, someone that's, that, that you're able to talk to. Uh, obviously, you know, good organization, good ideas. Um, you know, I think we've developed a, a style in terms of trying to play football and, and trying to, to pass the ball and having exciting players on the field, but also playing exciting, uh, exciting football, exciting soccer. Um, 
in terms of you know what we want to see as players uh, ultimately we just want to win and, and so you want somebody that's going to help us do that so uh, luckily I don't have to make that decision <laughs> and Toronto uh, they're going to have at least probably 12 million dollars in players on the field on Sunday they're not having a great season but what do they still do well uh, so uh, I'm pretty sure they still are the reigning MLS Cup champions uh, won the support shield last year uh, they've got some very experienced players in their team um, and anytime you're on the road in this league it's never easy it's not going to be an easy game by any means we know that uh, and ultimately they're going to be up for it uh, regardless of where they are in the table or, or what their playoff position is in terms of not being in the playoffs and um, they're going to want to send their fans out on a somewhat of a high note in, in terms of uh, winning their last home game so it's it's going to be a difficult game. We know that going in. Um, there's no easy games. You say that week after week, but uh, this one is going to present uh, uh, a huge challenge uh, just because of um, all the outside factors. Have, have y'all done scouting on Toronto yet? Um, that tomorrow? Not yet. We'll, we'll get to that, I'm sure, in the next day or two. Uh, with the game meet on Sunday, you kind of push things back uh, this week. So. I just give Inko free kicks, obviously, last year. Is he uh, good at those? A little bit. Right, okay. Uh, how do y'all try to defend him without fouling him? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, again, that's, that's the, the difficult, that's, that's the, that's the difficult part, right? He's, he's an international player. He's, he's world class, uh, in terms of his ability, uh, his low center of gravity, his ability to cut and chop and turn, uh, and keep the ball close to his feet and, and get shots off, uh, in the box. So you've got to get close to him, uh, but not too close because you can't, uh, you can't afford to give silly free kicks away. So, um, yeah, as always, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll present, uh, his own challenges that we're going to have to address. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. And now Leandro Gonzalez Perez, who I think in his first interview with anybody in the United States was with me in Bradenton at IMG Academy for that very first training camp. And he said Martino was one of the reasons that he came to Major League Soccer in the U.S. Um, so I asked him about that impact on him, and, and he was also asked about the other South Americans on the squad and asked if it's going to impact Atlanta United's ability to recruit these players. If Martino's not here, uh, I'll let you listen to his answers. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Uh, one of my first interviews with you down in Bradenton, one of the reasons that you said you came to Atlanta United was because of Martino. So what does his leaving mean to you? Eh, bueno, sí, una de las cosas por las que vine acá fue por el Tata, por el proyecto que había. Eh, bueno, él anunció ahora que no sigue, pero, pero nosotros seguimos con, con la misma ilusión, las mismas ganas de de conseguir las cosas con las que estamos peleando, él supongo que también, así que estamos todos en el mismo barco, vamos a, a terminar el año de, de la mejor manera. Una lástima que no puede seguir porque fue el, el creador un poco de, de todo este equipo y de todo este plantel, pero bueno, lo echaremos de menos y, y tendremos que seguir mirando para adelante. Yeah, he's one of the reasons why I came here, you know, along with the project of the club, um, but he's communicated to us that he's leaving, but it's not going to change, we're still going to continue with the same motivation and same will uh, to finish the season and try to accomplish our goals. Uh, it's a little bit of a shame that he's leaving because he's been, uh, you know, one of the main creators of this project, but we just have to keep, um, you know, continue with the, with the same objectives in mind. Does it 
impact your future with the club? That he will no longer be here after this season? No, no, eso no, no lo creo. Yo lo dije, creo que un par de notas atrás, que estoy muy feliz acá, estoy muy contento, eh, estoy muy a gusto. Y también, como te dije, si vienen cosas para continuar creciendo en mi carrera deportiva, las evaluaré, pero, pero no, no tengo en mi cabeza dejar el club para nada. Eh, esto sigue, son procesos que, que se terminan. Aprendí mucho de, del Tata, le estoy muy agradecido también por la confianza que me dio y. Y creo que nosotros también se la, se la devolvimos a él, pero, pero mis ideas siguen firmes en lo que, en lo que estaba planteado ahora a final de temporada y lo que viene para la próxima. No, I don't think so. As I said a, a few interviews ago, I'm very happy here in Atlanta, um, so I'm not thinking about that. But as a player, if if you ever get opportunities to to advance in your career, then you have to evaluate them. But at the moment, I'm I'm happy here. Um, so this is a process that's now ended, and we're all really thankful to have had Tata as a coach. I've learned a lot from him, and we're very grateful to have had him, uh, and hopefully he, he feels the same way. But, um, yeah, as I've said, the, this is a, still a process, and, and we're looking to accomplish the rest of our goals. Now you've got two trophies that you can win, but what's been your favorite memory with Tata so far? Tu recuerdo favorito. Hasta, hasta <laughs> favorite memory hasta este punto que aún aún queda mucho pero hasta ahora no no la verdad que mi recuerdo favorito es eh, la, la convivencia eh, y la, la confianza que, que nos daba a nosotros el, el trato que teníamos eh, es una persona muy abierta fue siempre sincera con nosotros nos dijo lo que parecía cuando cuando las cosas estaban bien cuando las cosas estaban mal eso es lo que un jugador valora y, y lo hace aprender y lo hace crecer eh, te dije, eh, es una excelente persona me quedan los mejores recuerdos de él ojalá en algún futuro el destino nos vuelva a encontrar pero, pero por ahora me quedo con eso I think just the, the sense of trust that was created within this team between Tata and all the players because he's a coach who would always tell you things like they are in, in the good and the bad moments and as a player I think you respect that um, and you know we're lucky, lucky to have had him and You know, we'll see what destiny holds if if I ever get the chance to, to have him as a coach again. That's what he's doing. Yeah, if, if, if the future has in its cards for, for us to be reunited. Leandro, when yeah. he told you guys, did you all, you know, go shake his hand? Were there tears? What was your reaction? Bueno, cuando él lo comunicó... Me parece que en base a tanta espera que hubo, ahí teníamos ese pensamiento. Si bien no era seguro, ni, ni tampoco sabíamos nada nosotros, sabíamos que era una posibilidad. Creo que por eso tampoco no, nos sorprendió tanto. Eh, si bien no, no la queríamos, pero, pero bueno, es la, la decisión que se tomó. Obviamente que, que el, el, el tiempo después del entrenamiento, durante el entrenamiento, se hizo un poco más triste de, de lo normal porque no... Sabemos que no vamos a contar con él para la próxima temporada, pero tenemos que, que ser maduros, que, que pensar para adelante y, y saber que, que hay cosas que siguen y que no nos podemos bajonear por esta decisión, si bien que es una decisión importante. No, we, um, you know, we, we had thought that this was one of the possibilities um, that he would leave. We didn't know, uh, but it was always one of the possibilities, and you know, we would like him to have continued here, but. Um, things just have to continue uh, for the rest of the season and yeah today after training uh, the mood I think was a little a little more sad just because we know that 
we're not going to be able to count on him next season, but uh, we still have a lot of goals to accomplish this season, and we're still um, you know, going to fight um, and have the same motivation to, to finish the season on a positive note. What would you like to see in the next manager? ¿Qué, qué quisiera, quisieras ver en un nuevo entrenador? No, no sé si quisiera ver algo nuevo. Eh, me parece que no soy quien para opinar de esto, pero lo que sí me gustaría como jugador es alguien por ahí con la misma idea y el mismo planteamiento táctico de, de Tata. Eh, después el club decidirá quién es el correcto y nosotros lo aceptaremos y, y trataremos de hacer lo mejor para el club, pero me parece que que el ideal sería buscar a alguien que continúe el proyecto que venía haciendo Tata porque dio muy, muy buenos resultados. I don't know. I don't know if if I really have an opinion uh, to give on that, but I think that the club will do a good job looking for someone with a similar similar style, similar tactics uh, to be able to come in and, and continue this project uh, that we have here in Atlanta. You guys have had so much success with young players from South America. Will Atlanta United still be able to attract young players from South America without Tata. Sin Tata sí aún puede atraer a, a unos jugadores jóvenes de, de Sudamérica para que vengan a este proyecto en Atlanta. Mira, me parece que va, si bien el Tata era una influencia grande en el club eh, por su nombre, por su trayectoria que tiene, me parece que, que ya el club gana un nombre en el mundo y en el y más en Argentina también que, que queda demostrado de que va más allá de los nombres eh, me parece que este o no este Tata este club está más que preparado para seguir recibiendo jugadores americanos jugadores jóvenes de Argentina de, o de, de cualquier otro país que, que quieran crecer y que quieran seguir progresando en su carrera me parece que esta es una, una gran parada para ellos y, y que no la tienen que desaprovechar eh, como te dije me parece que ya a esta altura después de estos dos años y las cosas que se hicieron va, va más allá de los nombres que, que estén al frente del equipo I think Tata had a big influence with just the, the name recognition that he has and, and for the, all the achievements that he's been able to, um, you know, to accomplish in his career. And especially in Argentina, he's, he's shown uh, a lot throughout his career there. But um, with or without Tata, I think Atlanta as a club is very well prepared uh, to bring in players from South America or, or from other countries to come here. And I think this would be a good stop for them on their careers um, to to come here and, and try to have the similar success. In We've got time for a couple more. In, in your opinion, was Tata's strength uh, more tactically with what he wanted y'all to execute on the field or psychologically in getting you to understand what he wanted and, and motivating y'all? Me parece que tiene un poco de las dos. Me parece que tácticamente es muy correcto y tiene una idea muy clara de lo que quiere tácticamente. Pero me parece que después tiene un una manera de ver el fútbol y por ahí la vida que te hace te hace más que nada saber lo, lo que estás haciendo entenderlo eh, tiene mucho más de eso por ahí que de lo táctico y, y es lo que nos hizo crecer a muchos jugadores de acá eh, creo que tiene una, una explicación simple que al jugador no le, no le trae muchos problemas de entender ni, ni muy difícil entonces me parece que el planteamiento táctico que él, que él tiene no, no le tiene que dar mucha eh, importancia sabiendo lo, lo bien que le llega al jugador y lo, lo que le vas a entender. I think he has a little bit of both. I think tactically, um, you know, he's he's very smart tactically. He always had us prepared and always had everyone on the same page. But I think as he's a person who helps players to 
just understand things both on and off the field. That's the kind of person that he is. He can help you to understand things and look at them in a different way. Um, and, you know, it, so I think it's a combination. He always had us ready to go tactically, but uh, the off the field stuff was also important. Algo que no hizo. No, eso que es muy claro a la hora de explicar y que no, uno necesita mucha información para saber lo que tiene que hacer. And he's very clear in the moment when, when it comes to understanding things and explaining things, so um, there's never any room for, for misunderstandings. Where do you think he's going next? I don't know. <laughs> Guardiola, I don't know. No, no, really, no, no lo sé. Y, y el que venga, como te dije, que no, ojalá que tenga la misma idea que, que tiene acá el equipo y que tiene Tata o que tenía Tata para para que sigamos trabajando sobre este proyecto y se siga hablando mucho de, del equipo por cómo juega y no por ahí de, de otro tipo de cosas. I don't know. I just hope the next coach has a similar similar style uh, and similar idea so that we can continue, um, you know, playing the same way and that Atlanta can continue to be a team that's known for its brand of football. I think it would be nice for him um, to be able to, to end this process and, and send him out with a championship, but also it would be good for the players uh, in all this hard work that we've put in. Uh, it would be good for the club, for Tata, and all the players. Um, so hopefully we can make that happen. All right, and that's going to be it for this edition of Southern Fried Soccer. I hope you'll follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. I hope you'll follow me on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. And I hope you subscribe to the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast on iTunes. If you get a second, please rate it. Uh, please share it with your friends. I hope you'll subscribe to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'd appreciate your support. But most of all, I'd just like to hear from you. Send me your thoughts. Comment on things on Twitter. Comment on this podcast. And uh, we will talk to you all later. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Glustein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that black people might want to know about. Like historically black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving arts scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. 
So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologeticallyatl. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.